Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC. Stop, here is a warning. Owing to an outbreak of fish in the Cotswolds, all Tibetans with legs will be shot. Hey, game! Ah! You fool of a milligan! I'm not a Tibetan! Oh, then why are you wearing legs, Jim? Why are you wearing legs? People say they make me look taller. Yes, folks, only legs will give you those extra inches. Buy a pair today. The new king-size filter legs with the flip-top knee. Never mind the flip-flap knee, Jim. Where did you get those legs? I bought them during a crawling tour of Bulgaria, and I was crawling... I will now say part two from a distance. Part two from a distance. I say this is the story of a crime-type murder. The scene of watertight alibi in Chelsea, London, WC. with a film of bullets. Mary Inspector Seagull is the name. <laughs> now tell me, what am I doing here? Looking, uh, looking for a murderer. It's a bit early for that. Oh, this is a matter name, mate. I see. <laughs> Who's playing the lead body? So help me, Tom Beat is dead, matey. Pete, dead? Ted Pete, that's terrible. Yes, yeah, uh, didn't get a laugh either, did it? <laughs> Keep going, lads. The good ones are the hand. Keep going. By his body lay a sock half full of jelly. Then, we're you looking for a man wearing one sock and eating a jelly? Cursed him. London's full of them, Jim. Ah, Inspector Tooth, bad news for you. Your grandmother, Fred Beat, is dead. Yes, I read about it in a newspaper. He didn't die in a newspaper, mate. He was found under a copy of the Poultry Gazette. Poultry Gazette? I suspect foul play. I suspect old jokes. Cause <laughs> arrest all old jokes. All right. Why did Chicken cross the road to get the upper side? I arrest you! Got him! Good man! General, I think the man who did this sock jelly murder was a master criminal. Is there anything missing? Yes, he is. So? <laughs> he got away with himself. He got away with himself. That's better, was it? That was more like it. <laughs> he must have been using the new king-size legs. Tell me, where did you find this sock full of jelly, Jim? On top of the Eiffel Tower. So? We're looking for a tall Frenchman. Oh, and a short Frenchman standing on a chair with long arms. Inspector, I've just been consulting my date book. And? I haven't eaten one for weeks. Oh. Arrest that man for old jokes. Yes, steady. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Shut up, please. Seagull, outside. Gentlemen. Half time, lads. And as the players run off the field for a £10,000 transfer fee, on come the band of the Royal Max Geldray. Oh, boy, at last the breaks.
He's um, very good, you know. Very good indeed. Top. The Sock Jelly Murder Part 2. Stop, stop! Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Good news, folks. Whilst Max Kelby was playing, they captured the Sock Jelly Murderer, a man called Arthur Plin. I say, that's a bit disappointing for the listeners. Never mind, folks. We fill in the time with Ned the Miser. <laughs> you hear that naughty wind? Tis the wind that blows o'er the Kenneth Moors of a winter time. People do say that if you holds a nurgle in your hand and puts one ear out to the ground, you can hear the wind blowing in the other ear out. <laughs> And that's the house of Miser Ned. <laughs> Jeeves, throw another unpaid bill on the fire. And while you're about it, throw on a couple of unpaid threads. <laughs> Money and power, that's what I've got. <laughs> what else have I got? The wind! <laughs> Jeeves, here's a pencil. Go and draw the blinds. I arrest you for all jokes. That is in the sock jelly murder that's over. Oh, I'm acting. You're acting me not of it. Now, Jeeves, pour out the seagoon's hoard of coins. Now, back in the safe with it. <laughs> One penny <laughs> and it's tax free. <laughs> He's very good, you know. Very good indeed. Meantime, with the aid of an ear trumpet, two men have heard of Miser Ned's penny and were heading that way along the old Moor Road. Coachman! Coachman! Why have we stopped? Chickens are tired, sir. But, Coachman, my brown paper parcel and I must have shelter for the night. Our underwear is porous. Shut up. Hands up. Hands up, everyone except me. Blast. It's bent up in the cross-eyed highwayman. Wrong, Jim. We are on cross-eyed Bow Street Brothers. And we're looking for a criminal ventriloquist and his French dummy, Jim. I'm sorry, sir, but we're clean out of criminal ventriloquists. <laughs> Try the stagecoach further down the road. They may stop them. Ready. All right, dear Count, you can come out now. They've gone. Must be a better way of troubling than this. Hi, poor Joe. You've been trying to ride free. Nonsense. Nonsense, nightmare. <laughs> Nonsense, doctor. I'm a Ben Trinacus dummy. I... <laughs> You're real, you chooks. And look, you've got dandruff on your nut. <laughs> I tell you, it's his. Of course it's mine. Not only do I throw my voice, I also throw my dandruff. Oh, I back him up on that. I oh, shall have to take down your name. I give up. Oh, wow, he's been spun, though. <laughs> right in his old bazaarica dowser. Yes, <laughs> but you'd better unscrew that lump on his nut. We don't want to leave any evidence. Right. Look, right there. 4,000 miles away. A house with a light in it. And it smells delicious. <laughs> Go and ring the front door here, and I'll cover you with this forty-five caliber thing. And mine to the back. Hey, 
shot again, my dear Giston. Take me to your heart again, my love. For I take me to your heart again, my love. <laughs> Here, complete with two spare door knockers. One door. What? Hand me my door knocking hat. Now, to arouse the occupants. Coming, coming. He's coming, Tad. He's coming. <laughs> ah. Now, who was that knocking? It is my friend, Grit by Pain. I can't see him. That's because you are playing him. What? He's never here when you're here. I don't understand. Neither of the audience. That's why he isn't getting a laugh. Oh. <laughs> Very quiet this evening. Yes, now, listen, old man. We are stranded, you know. Stranded. What? Yes, our stagecoach was suddenly taken ill with a dreadful... Mr. Crumb, close that door. I say, who are these three women? These three women are two men. <laughs> Sir, we are fleeing from the advancing German army. Eh? They gave it in 1945. Oh, yes, but we are made of sterner stuff, sir. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> Two strange men arriving in a mist during an equinox with the shins on the anniversary of my legs. <laughs> I don't know. It bodes evil, I tell you. There's an old gypsy saying. I just can't think of it at the moment. <laughs> Sir, my card. Mr. Gritpipe Thinged? King of England? <laughs> king of England? Knighthood's done while you wait? <laughs> You're the king? My word, yes. That is true, Ned. How do you know my name? I met it at a dance. <laughs> Who are you? Pretender to the throne of France. You don't look like a king. That's because I'm only pretending. <laughs> Pardon the steam king, uh, Neddy. He's never been the same since the fall of France. Why not? It fell on me, that's why. Why, <laughs> you steaming idiot. It's Now, Ned. You're rich, yes? How do you know? Moriarty was feeling inside your pockets and he heard you had money. <laughs> See this penny? I own it. A penny? At both sides? Yes. <laughs> Hard to believe, eh? Oh. <laughs> no, no. Put down the sock from the jury, no. Thank so you're the man! <laughs> Good work, Steam Count. Unscrew his leg so he can't follow us. Now for the palot. Dear listeners, this penny is valuable. You see, it has been left a million pounds in the will of Neddy's grandmother. All we have to do now is finish Granny. Very good, lads. Meantime, 40,000 miles away in a Dorban wattle hut in Mongolia, Ray Ellington is about to play a contortionist in E-flat. That's my girl. Take a look at her. She belongs to me. Yes, that's my girl. Hands off, don't touch 
She looks just like an angel, but she's human all the same. But I'm not taking chances. I won't give her address or even her name, 'cause that's my girl. I'm adding her to my family. I love that girl, and everything's fine. So until the day that she says yes, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, 'cause she's my girl, and she's gonna stay mine. As Ned the miser lies unconscious in a pool of unconsciousness, a fiend poacher is at work in the grounds. Oh, 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 oh that's better. Oh, Dennis, Dennis, you eat tonight, Dennis. That is what you do. You eat tonight. Now where's my butler's revenge frying pan? Ah, here we are. Little sticky from the sea. I'm going to cook you tonight, my dear. Oh, fine, fine, fine. What, what, what? Don't you know you're not allowed to shoot fish? Scrum me lip plums. What the? Who are you, sir? Explain away that tatty body and those Jacobean legs, please. Sir, mine. What? I'm Mad Dan Eccles. Well, that explains everything, but it doesn't help me at all. Well, I deny having shot any fish. Oh. <laughs> I saw you point your gun at that river and go, mine. You did that. What? <laughs> what? But I wasn't shooting naughty fish. Oh, yeah? I was shooting the river. Shooting the river? Of course. There's something funny going on here. <laughs> Come away from that audience, Eccles. You don't know where they've been. Oh. <laughs> I can explain everything, Eccles. Oh, I see. Look here. There's been a terrible drought in Bagshot, and the lad sent me out here to shoot some water. You've heard of a water shoot, haven't you, Mad Dan? No. 
but I've heard of a piece of knotted string. Oh. Well, it's, it's like a piece of knotted string, only it's called a water shoot. I don't think you're quite with it. Oh, no? No. I better look in my little book and see what it says. This book belongs to Eccles. Okay, you're in the clear. Yeah. Yeah. You're still trespassing, though. I'd better take your name down. My name? Oh, um. Come on, no. Well, I am. You must. Mrs. Elizabeth Twins. Mrs. Paul. You a woman? Uh, quite so, yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Stay away from me, Hunter! Hey, Harlequin Dupata! We'd better. We'd better run and tell the master. We'd better run and tell the master. Very good, you know. <laughs> that, that was Mr. Seagoon playing Ned the Miser, still unconscious. But luckily, the long player of his groans have reached the top ten, and a band of young stalwarts are on the way. Stay it. <laughs> 
dead. Who said so? The men I paid to knock you off. Hang on, me, man. Shut up, you nutty nip, or I'll... Granny Minnie's gonna belt me with that dirty big sword. It's only made of rubber, lad. Throw it away. Oh! Ah, the gamekeeper is outside with a bucket of dead water, sir. Hello, master. This man's been shooting at your water. I warn you, Ned the Badger. I'll sue you for every penny I owe you. And... Uh... Childhood sweetheart number three, four, five. Oh, then you remember. <laughs> of course I remember, my dear. I have a memo on my shins. Oh, oh Dennis, oh. Then you do remember me. Of course, darling. You're Fred Puker, the dustman from Leeds. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. I'm Minnie Bannister, the millionaire is from Tring. From Tring, even better. Oh, how well I remember the place. Tring, 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 Tring. You rang, sir? What? Get out, will you? He's very good, uh, Yes, he is very good. Very small part. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next week, Manchester. <laughs> Come in, let me hold you close. Oh, oh, oh not oh, stay, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. That was two clocks striking one independently, and the wind is on low. In the great baronial phone box, Ned the Miser is plotting to destroy Min. Mr. Crun, two o'clock. Time for your revenge. All right, we must save my modern Min from ancient blood knocks. Uh, yes. Here, put this bomb in his coffee. Won't it keep him awake? <laughs> it will explode him. <laughs> but blood knock is used to explosion. Not this kind, mate. What? <laughs> Off you go! The moment he explodes, I'll force the old dear to change the will in my favor. <laughs> he's, he's very good, you know. And so Mr. Seacombe overacts his way towards another summer season at Scunthorpe. Meantime, outside the manor, the counterplot is about to begin. Hit my bear on. Yes, look. There's a light in Min's window. Load the grandmother gun. Now, don't forget. Don't shoot till you see the whites of our corsets. Right. <laughs> Let's toss for who does it. Right. Let's use the rich penny. Yes. Heads or tails? Yes. Up she goes. 
<laughs> oh, come out, Minola. Oh, I've swallowed a penny. I'm rich. Oh, oh dear, don't panic, sir. Let's have a... Let's have a drink together. What a fine idea. Here's to you oh. and your penny. Oh. Castor oil. Oh, and after that coffee. No, no. Did you say coffee? Has he drunk it yet, sir? I tell you... There's a penny. Let's come by lollipop, shall we? Oh, you. Yeah. Uh, the 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 they're very good, you know. And yes, they appear to have finished. So everyone, back to their own beds. Good night. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.